All right, hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of The Good, The Bad, and The WTF, or we'll say The Good, The Bad, and whatever. So. <laughs> uh, we are here to entertain you with stories that we did not write, we are not experts on, we have very good opinions on, and really not even sure how factual they are, but we've got Brandon Avenia, Kendall Starcher, and Brian Johnson here, so, all right. Hey, Gosh. all my stories? <laughs> that was legitness. A hundred percent legitness. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. <laughs> All right. So we're going to start off. We always start out with good, maybe because we're more, more disciplined at the beginning. Cause I always feel like when we get to the bad or the whatever, we just kind of. Well, usually by the time we get to the whatever, I've forgotten everything else we've talked about. Mm, that's <laughs> it's awesome. It's been five minutes. And the podcast is called the good, the bad and the whatever. <laughs> there is an order. to the Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's the way of the what world. Think about that. All right. Well, I'll start. All the rules. Get in line. All right. So we uh, got the good. Kendall, you got the good? Yeah. Right. So the good this week, I thought it was really cute. So a New Hampshire middle school released a mini boat into the Gulf Stream in October of 2020. I like this already. Which also, the math here gets tricky, but I'll walk you through it. And it was recently found by a Norwegian sixth grader on a remote island near his home. The little five-foot boat wound up spending 462 days at sea and traveled over 8,300 miles. And now the two middle school classes have like a Zoom date later this month to like meet each other. So it was organized by this nonprofit that does ocean education or whatever. And the boat sent out little pings throughout its journey. Well, the teacher that originally organized it all retired unexpectedly, as do most teachers in the pandemic, <laughs> I think. Well, it's time to go. <laughs> but the custodians were like this. so involved. They were like keeping up with the GPS pings throughout summer breaks, which I just loved. But the boat was found and all the stuff they'd hid in it, like a time capsule, made it and it was neat. See, this was so close <clears throat> to being like one of those amazing sci-fi movies where the boat somehow traveled back in time and it was Ragnar Lothbrook or somebody like that that picked it up, a big Viking, like picked up the <laughs> boat. And that's how they wound up discovering America. So what is a mini boat? <laughs> it's, it kept calling it a five foot drifter, which doesn't help me any. So I found a picture and it basically looked like one of those sailboats you drive at the park, like a remote-controlled sailboat, and it just had a little, like, diamond-shaped sail on the front end. I think it's amazing that it, I mean, it, it made it. I mean, that's... Right, it didn't, like, sink. I mean, let's just be, let's put it in context. The little, what grade were they in? Sixth grade when they shipped it. So a sixth grader designed a boat that made it across the Atlantic. The Titanic never did. No, I don't think they designed it. I think it's the nonprofit organization. Well, either way, it made it in the Titanic, right. <laughs> didn't I mean, like, this is like we're talking a five-foot boat that made it all the way across. All and the way across. A, and a five-foot drifter in California means something totally different. <laughs> that <Fair>. is true. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know what to do with that one, but you are right. <laughs> so what, do they know what was in the the time capsule? Or the article just said materials. <laughs> trash yeah so the photos i found look like maybe the class had written notes and put in it like a little time capsule kind of thing and they'd all drawn pictures and had it it was like decorated with their artwork cool but when they found it it had no like sail no front end no back end it, it was truly just like 
the hull that contained the cargo hold. Yeah, I would imagine in the sea, the uh, that sail would have gotten busted off in the first big wave. Yeah. I'd but once you get it far enough out, then you're just in the current or wherever it takes it. Well, you know, the best part about this is we could just say, like, it launched from New Hampshire. They actually launched it from Florida. Oh, okay. Wow. That's really weird. But still, yeah. I was just going to point out, like, we had a conversation about, like, where New Hampshire was last time. Oh, yeah. I still am not sure. <laughs> uh, and where did it end up? You said it from Florida to where? To Norway. Norway. That's, that's a lot of ocean. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, that's, yeah. It's like, like 80. 80- 300 miles is what the article It's not like straight across. It's like No, it took like the longest way possible across the Atlantic, (laughs) like from the bottom to the top. It would have only been better if it would have had Wilson on it, like as it went across. (laughs) (laughs) It's a volleyball dragon behind it. (laughs) All right. So who's got the bad today? I've got the bad. So I'm trying my best as I go through these articles when I don't have to find them you know, three minutes before Sorry. we start to name them. So I, I, this is definitely bad. I don't know how this winds up being something that's acceptable, but it's like the anti-panty dropper. And what I mean by this is, so there are zoos all across the country that apparently are becoming familiar where if you would like to, you can designate something in the zoo to give to a Valentine. It also said like an X. It said, it said different things, but the Bronx Zoo has a name a roach program. <laughs> so now it's, <laughs> I know this is why it's bad, but here you are. I mean, think about it. Like, and the way they even tee up the article, one, they know no woman is going to like name a roach after their guy, but it's I don't all, know. well, no, no, you just probably didn't know about it. A guy's like, that's the coolest thing I've ever heard. And like, so they said like <laughs> a majority of the people are doing it as a romantic gesture. And that's why I'm thinking. Like, I mean, to be fair, sorry, I wore that button like, now. Survive anything. <laughs> well, they are. They do say their tagline is "Roaches are forever." <laughs> they can. But, but like to me, could you imagine, honey? I got to show you something, and it's one of those hissing Madagascar roaches. <laughs> <laughs> I know this is why it's a bad. Like, I mean, who thinks this is a good idea? Like, I guarantee you, you have months of work to do. To get back on that person's good side. <sighs> and there was a boardroom. It goes always to the same thing. There's a boardroom of people and they're like, okay, we got this idea. And all of them around, that sounds good to me. Yeah. <laughs> well, and the best part is they it's on a limited basis because these always sell out. You actually can have a meet and greet. I'm sorry, where, what country was this in? <laughs> this is in the Brooklyn. This is in New York. <laughs> or Bronx, the Bronx. <laughs> but you, so they have a meet and greet where certain, if you do it, far enough ahead of time you can take your significant other or whoever you named the roach after and let them meet the roach that's named after is this like name a star where it's some bogus thing where they just go round up some roaches and like watch this but they packaged (laughs) it they're not even part of the zoo they just found them in a closet yeah they're just you can come for you can come for a delightful valentine's virtual encounter with a madagascar hissing cockroach I can't think of anything I would rather not do. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying is like that. I think that's just like somehow some people are so disconnected that they would look at that and they would be like, she's going to love this. Like what? Or what? there are those couples that just like would love that, <laughs> you know, and that's a language I don't speak. Stop it. Get some help. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, so I saw that and I thought there. Uh, 
I have to put that one out there. As yeah, well. it's like know. all wrong. Like everything about it's wrong. Yeah. yeah. Like, like and, and it's wrong, not just for the person giving it to the other person, mm-hmm. that somebody's facilitating this happening and that somebody agreed up front that it's a good idea to offer it. Like, does it save whales or something? Like, is there some good behind it? Or is that- well, I, that's what nope. I'm trying to rationalize. I was like, maybe it's a fundraiser for something, but you're literally yeah, not roaches, though. full of <laughs> hundreds of animals. There's yeah. not another kind of animal you can like. Yeah, pandas. There's all kinds of uh, cute animals all, you can go with. <laughs> right. You get to like name a panda for the day or whatever. Heck, isn't it for like $50 you can own a square foot of Scotland? Yeah. I think so. I mean, I would rather like, hey, you know, this is the uh, this is the Kendallshire. Yeah. You know, <laughs> something like that. Technically, if you own land, you can be a lord. Exactly. <laughs> Bow, everybody. Bow. <laughs> Introducing the Lord and the Lady. <laughs> what was the college that you could, they put out a thing where you could name, you could, what was your, what that was the word for it? How you chose to be identified. Of course, All somebody your put in, your pronouns. Yeah, your pronouns. Someone put in your Royal Highness. <laughs> so therefore, I shall be called now your Royal Highness. <laughs> I remember when Siri first came out, you could tell Siri what to call you. Yes, mine says a hole. Yeah. Do you remember in Pulp Fiction when he was like reaching that wallet? How will I know which one it is? It's the one that says bad on it. <laughs> I think you even have that sound. I, I don't know if I have that one, but I. And it, you got a trick. Siri, call me the bad. Okay. You, you got a trick. See, it even says it right there. Second one down. You know what you have to do to make it say that? It's a lot of work. <laughs> No, I don't. I figured they probably got tired of having Siri only say those things. <sighs> probably. Oh, it was maybe because of me. <laughs> All right. Well, you got the whatever. So what is it? Whatever. So you guys ready for this? Yes. I searched high and far to find something that wasn't Florida. And it took a lot. Listen, so. I think about that man's tattoo all the time. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's disturbing. Once you see that picture, you can't get it out of your mind. All right. Authorities seized nearly $3 million worth of meth in an onion shipment. And this is out of San Diego. Now, I'm just going to say, meth is the poor man's drug. How much meth is $3 million worth to get? Are you trying to calculate it? No, I didn't have my scale out. (laughs) And you didn't have $3 million worth of meth to put on it? (laughs) It, Let's see, K-9 units found... 1,200 small packages of meth in an onion shipment. 1,200. I mean, the question is, how many onions were really there? Well, I'm assuming it was a track. Well, it said tractor trailer, so. Hmm. Like, was it a bag at the bottom? two pallets of onions (laughs) at the back of the trailer. Everything else was meth and the rest of it. Yeah, like, I'm going to give them props for all the different ways they think of. uh, I've actually watched a show on how people smuggle things across. I mean, like fake floors and fake compartments. Oh, yeah, they, like, rip the backs out of the seats. Yeah, all kinds of things that the people do. Like, they'll take a gas tank and yeah. have, like, a welded compartment inside a gas tank so when they go through them. Like, Seen them in the hubcaps and stuff. Yeah, yeah, so the onion truck. <laughs> Would you ever? Did you ever see... I, I've never actually watched the movie all the way through, I, and I don't even know 100% the premise behind it, but it was the movie Lucy with yes, Scarlett, Scarlett Johansson. Johansson. And the premise behind it is she got kind of captured I, I don't know if it was in china or korea or something but 
they wanted her to smuggle drugs back to the U.S. or wherever she was headed. Yeah, like a drug mule. And what they did is they made an incision inside of her abdomen and they put the drugs in there. But the whole premise, the part that scares me is the whole premise behind it, which would be like while it was in there and these were like experimental drugs, the bags or something happened and they dissolved and the drugs got into like her system. Mm -hmm. But they made her like it, it allowed her to like reach 20, 30, 40, 50 percent of her brain capacity. And so she literally like it's kind of so got to 100. Yeah. And, and like literally could like like move things around the room without touching it and crawl on the ceiling and stuff like that. Like it is it, just that part was you'd have to watch it. I haven't watched it to judge it, so I'm not going to. But like that part about the stuff being put like in your body. Mm-hmm. That's also the thing that would make me nervous like that because it's like a low end drug. It's Which like probably smuggling gold in low-end mules <laughs> yeah. to get the low-end purchasers, right? And so, like, I could see that being an option where people would try that, you know, just because it's like, we don't really care what happens to the mule. No, as long as they make it across the border. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but I, <laughs> could you imagine having that job where you're just like, huh, where are we going to find drugs today? <laughs> just <laughs> random. <laughs> yeah, I... No, I can't imagine it, which is why I sit here and do podcasts and, and try to pretend like I'm doing that for a living. Yeah, just the craziness of what comes across and what people try to get away with. There's actually, well, I mean, it's criminals, but they actually sit around <laughs> and think, huh, how can we get this through today? Well, let's try this. Right. It's just so many at one time. It's not like they were slipping across like a little bit. <laughs> Baggy. Right. It's like a truckload. Yeah. Let's <laughs> go for a pound. Yeah, let's, let's go for $3 million worth. Right. Did, did they could have s- done $1 million and yeah. still be a lot. It'd still be a lot. Yeah. Did they ever go like, we'll just throw some tests in there and then, oh, that worked. And then they just get braver and then they just yeah. do more and more. Each time. Just a little bit bigger. Yeah. I was watching something that was on Netflix he was a race car driver, Le Mans race car driver. And he got into smuggling so he could pay for his race cars. Oh yeah. He got into smuggling, I think marijuana to the point where he had cargo ships filled, bring it into the United States. That's crazy. Offloading it and then sell it. And then having enough money to do his race car. And he got to number one, but, he finally ended up getting caught, or I forget how it all shook out, but I think it was IRS that got him all that unexplained money. Yeah. <laughs> how did yeah. you all of a sudden have money? Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, the new version of it's going to be the people that bought, like, Lamborghinis with their PPP money. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be the next documentary. Yeah. I bought a lot of Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, that's pretty funny. Yes, remember, go smaller. That's right. So where'd we end up? Did we just make any sense on this one or? No, no, just, uh, I guess coffee's out. Onions are out. You're going to have to find a new way. Yeah. That's, it's the way things are headed at least. Go dog poop. No one's going to shit through that. There's a lot of of transportation issues out there right now. So new ways are going to be created. Yes. Mm, Fair. All right. I got to (laughs) go.